What's up, everybody? It's Reggie Williams, founder and CEO of Ambrosia for Heads. And with me, I have Jake Payne, our editor-in-chief. And together, this is our What's the Headline. Yo, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Just uh, just two two rap fans and hoodies that, that show the rap artists they like. You know, I two like it. Rap, two rap fans and hoodies. Clearly, there's no hoodies on the Grammy committee, right? Like, <laughs> shots fired immediately. Immediately. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a uh, lot of shoulder bags, though. You know, a lot of uh, cross body. You know, what do they call that? The you know what I mean? The uh, fanny cross body fanny pack. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Yo, man, um, it's that season again, award season. We torture ourselves every year. You know, it's such a conflicted thing. This and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think, are the two most polarizing things in music for uh, our readers and probably us too. In that we tell ourselves that it doesn't matter, like. You know, every year we say, like uh, Flavor Flav said, who gives a fuck about a goddamn Grammy? Uh, but yep. reality is people care, man. People really do care about these things. There's reasons why artists like Drake don't go back to the Grammys because they actually cared at some point, you know? So, um, so we're at that season where, you know, we, we got the nominees today for the Grammys. Absolutely. And as I said last year, you know, a win can change an artist, you know, can really change this year's price or next year's price. You know, I think every artist loves to see Grammy winning, Grammy nominated next to their name. And even though they might not attend or, or might not make it, I think all eyes are always on the category. So yeah, man, happened in real time. And, and we are just moments after recording this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I th let's, so let's do it like we usually do, man. Let's mm -hmm. go through, let's talk about it. Let's evaluate the job that they've done. Um, then let's talk about what we think was missing. And then let's talk about um, who we think is going to win. Mm -hmm. That works. That sounds good to me. Yeah, absolutely. And and this year, much like last, you know, they do this live at, at noon. Um, and uh, Harvey Mason Jr., I believe, hosts a lot of it this year, had had John Legend, Sidney Lopner, Dan and Shay, uh, a lot of different folks coming on for categories. But they didn't make us wait too long for rap. Um, and they started with rap performance and I can kick us off if you want. Well, let's, 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 let's take a beat on that though. So they started okay. with rap performance. Rap is always one of the most controversial categories. Um, and I think what we've seen is that people like Drake and, you know, Jay and others have boycotted because they believe that the Grammys have used their star power, their drawing power to bring people in but then don't evaluate their categories uh, objectively or with the credibility that they deserve. And a lot of the times that extends beyond the rap category to the album of the year category, um, you know, or, you know, song of the year or record of the year, whatever it may be. It's, it's almost like it's, it's segregated, you know, to a certain extent. So do you think them starting with rap performance is like another example of that? You mean among the categories, among the rap categories? Yeah. I mean, I think in the eyes of the Grammys, even though Album of the Year is probably the most visible title, they still represent a music culture that is singles-based. Um, and I know performance, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because there is rap song, but rap performance has kind of become the the what we remember of, of singles. So I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Last year, uh, Kendrick and Baby Team wanted for Family Ties. Um and they were, you know, decorated, that song was decorated throughout the categories. But I think it's an interesting point you make nonetheless. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So you want to go through the, the nominees? Yeah. I mean, right from Rip was is is a big one. DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday, God Did. Um, a song that we spoke about on this podcast. Uh, at one point in time, you had called Jay-Z's verse the verse of the year. We'll talk more about that in a second. Up against Doja Cat, Vegas up against Gunna and Future featuring Young Thug, Push and P, up against Hit Kid and Glorilla, F and F, Let's Go. And then finishing out the category is Kendrick Lamar's The Heart Part 5, um, which I believe is the first time any heart has been uh, nominated. You know, this is the fifth installment. And you and I had a sidebar. I don't think we had it on the podcast recently. You know, if you go to the DSPs, since Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers came out, um, you know, PG Lang added that song to the playlist, and you and I were talking about it. You know, kind of added debating it to the them. album, out to the album track list. 
Yeah, what did I say? Yeah. Yeah, the playlist, yeah. Yeah, but to the album. added it to the album. And, you know, at the time, I got to say, like, I didn't even think Grammy consideration would be part of it. But now that move is making a lot of sense. What about you? Yeah, it made a lot of sense to me. At the time, I thought it was for uh, commercial purposes, just because it was the most streamed of the of the releases that Kendrick had in May. And so that definitely props up the album. But yeah, I didn't anticipate Grammy consideration, but it was such a high profile video and the verses yeah. were so compelling. It doesn't surprise me when I step back and think about it. But this is big. This is really big because I think Kendrick really, I wouldn't say treats them as throwaways, but treats them as bridges between the albums and typically not really an official part of the work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've been brilliant, timeless, meaningful promotional items, but I feel like they have been received by the fans. I think of the millions upon millions, now billions of people that have streamed Kendrick Lamar. There's a vast majority that might not even be aware that that series exists. And now to see this be the one that elevates to arguably, you know, one of the bigger singles driven categories and all of the Grammys is really, really interesting. Um, yes, I, I think, oh, it's, I think, I think we should talk about the difference between performance and song too. You okay. know, um, song is, um, is really about the written version of it. It's the, 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 it's the, the lyrics. It's not the actual like recording performance is the recording. And so, um, you know, this could be any record that was put out um, over the, the, the years. So when I think about Kendrick, the Heart Part 5 was phenomenal. I remember like it came out on Mother's Day 2022 uh, in May this year. And uh, I, I was just I was almost like shaken because like I hadn't heard new Kendrick music in so long, new solo Kendrick. And I knew that the heart is when the rollout actually starts. So I was wondering, okay, wow, this is what was coming. And so us part trying to like listen to it, process it, but also like, what are we going to write about? Watching the video because it debuted on video was yeah. mind blowing because the deep face with OJ and Will Smith and Jesse Smollett and Kanye and, you know, uh, and Nipsey Hussle, like that was incredible. So it was just like a, a full on assault on the senses when it first came out. That being said, given it all those props, which it really does deserve, I don't know that it's the best Kendrick record to drop this year, in my opinion. You know, given some of the stuff that was on Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, mm -hmm. um, I think that songs like Auntie Diaries are a contender just because of the substance of that, where Kendrick is, is confronting his own like um, uh, past homophobia and transphobia. And um, and 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 really sharing the stories, powerful stories of family members of his who are trans. And then uh, Mother I Sober, where he talks about like, you know, allegations that he was sexually abused that were untrue and, um, you know, having to but the imprint that that left on him and how it affected him. I think that that songs like that, um, even. Um, what is it? When I cry, uh, what's uh, we cry? We all cry. Oh yeah, we cry together. We cry together. Yeah, we cry together. Um, which is really hard to hear, but like a very powerful song. But what what about for you? Do you think this is Kendrick's best uh, record? You know, my opinion on it's changed a bit. I I think that it's the song. You and I actually had this exact conversation over text recently, and I said I I've, I've come to think that it's my favorite song that Kendrick has put out you know, this year, which there's plenty to choose from. And you countered me pointing out to those two records, you know, Mother Eye Sober and Auntie Diaries. And I kind of conceded that I think that, you know, objectively, while they might not be my favorite, I think they're incredible songs. Those are groundbreaking for not just hip hop culture, but all of music. And at the time back, you know, in, in May and June, when we were really receiving the album, we did an incredible deep dive um, that you largely ran point on, you know, working with Beth Givens from Portishead, that seems like taking a very topical issue, um, a very topical conversation that's happening around, you know, dinner tables and online across the country and the world. It seems poised to win, um, certainly get Grammy recognition. I don't know if that's going to show itself in performance or best rap song. But I do agree with you that I did not expect the heart to be the one, especially as for a part of its life, a standalone single. Um, so I think we're saying the same thing. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. So 
All right. So what do you think of the category generally? I, I think, um, you know, Jay and Kendrick to me are no brainers, you know, whether it be that Kendrick record or another one, but Jay, like you said, I, I called it verse of the year recently did a piece where I said Lupe um, had the verse of the year and it was only one line. And the line is rappers die too much, you know, um, and given the things that have happened over the last couple of months with the loss of takeoff and, PNB Rock and you know others um, that we, we can't name and sixty others since yeah. eighty six. That line is just poignant and just has a resonance you know beyond uh, almost anything that's been said this year. And so you know, but obviously um, the heart and um, God did are incredible records uh, uh, verses. Doja Cat, you know, there's always an argument about whether or not like she's even hip hop. Um, Grammys adore her. You know, they adore Doja Cat, they adore Lizzo, and now, you know, we'll talk about it later, but the Grammys have their favorites. I agree with you. I, I think that those are the two that jump out to me, like really as a hip hop head. Um, this one is about Kendrick and Jay-Z, like all respect due to Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, DJ Khaled, John Legend, and Friday, but that is Jay's moment. And I'm curious, you know, you made a point a moment ago of Jay often not attending the Grammys. He hasn't, he hasn't. And I'm curious, just given his participation in this moment, kind of being a a um, reminder of how Jay writes or lacks thereof, like how he thinks, how he records, how there's so many levels of his lyrics. I'll be curious if, you know, he'll be in attendance um, on February 5th for, for this one. Yeah, I... Um, I... I kind of doubt it. And we'll, we'll get to, I, I'll say, I, th I I think the competition is a little bit weird this year for him. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that for now. But I, I think that, uh, I think that he won't because of that. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit too political, but you know, Gunna and Hit Kid, Gunna and Future pushing P with Young Thug. That's a great record, you know, and, you know, despite it not fitting into the genre that we cover, I do think that it, it, it belongs. It's, it was such a cultural thing. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm wondering if that's going to raise awareness to, you know, the condition of Gunna and Young Thug, who are both in jail now facing RICO charges um, for a bunch of different things. Um, you know, do you, what do you think? What do you think about that? The addition, the inclusion of that and Hit Kid and Gorillaz FNF? I mean, you put me onto the Gunna album and I, I really liked it. It was one of one of my go-to releases in Q1 of this year. And I do think that both of these guys are are due and and perhaps overdue for Grammy recognition. I mean, just given some of the um trap artists that we've seen, but it's interesting, you're right, that the Grammys would choose now. Uh Futures won a Grammy before, um, by virtue of um King's, uh, what's the song from Black Panther with J Rock, Kendrick, and James uh, yeah, Blake? King's Dead, not King's Dead, King's Dead, King's yeah. Dead. Thank you. Yeah. Um, which you know, when I think of that song, all respect to the future, I don't necessarily think of his contributions to that, but I do think that this is a case of like, hey, future is a superstar, he's doing things that other artists, frankly, aren't. And the Grammys are showing up. I hope it does bring awareness. That being said, it's funny, like, this is one where I would be shocked if that was the song that one in a category but as we're gonna get to um both of those artists are not just in one place on these awards so you never know how it's gonna play out but yeah there's a lot of um speculation you know killer mike has done some press about it he put his video out just of how artists are being treated unfairly um and and, and wrongly incarcerated which is nothing new to you know the ysl situation but yeah that one was a bit of a surprise to me what about um yeah, what how awkward would that be if they if they if they uh if they won, right? I'm sorry, Gunna and uh Young Thug couldn't be here tonight because they're incarcerated. Like, I mean, just it would raise a lot of attention to the issue, you know. Yeah, and future is is a little bit of a liability, I imagine, to the Grammys. I mean, future is one of those guys, he kind of strikes me as a less funny Marshawn Lynch. Because anytime you put a microphone in future's face, he just does not give a damn. Um, and we've seen the Grammys react to Drake's speeches in recent years, you know, other artists. Um, future winning is a tune-in moment, regardless of what you may or may not think of his music. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, FNF also is a big record. Um, again, not something that we would put on the AFH playlist, but I'm not mad at the the nomination. You got to be diverse in these, and so I get it. Yeah, and I mean, with that, I just one point of note. I mean, we've covered Yo Gotti on the site, you know, in the periphery. I mean, he's been doing it for close to 20 years out of Memphis. And Yo Gotti's CMG, I mean, you know, we talk about the transition that artists are making um, into entrepreneurs. And I mean, his label has done so much when you look at, you know, 42 Doug, ESTG, Black Gangster, or Black Youngster, Blockwood. Like, Gotti has built a label that at this point, I think, is is probably bigger than his his career, which I know he has diehards out here. So just an interesting point of note to watch another artist um, really build something special. Yeah. So when I think about who got left out that I would have liked to have seen included, the first one that comes to mind for me is J.I.D. Um, you know, his album, The Never Ending Story, The Forever Story is, to me, top two, top three for this year. And Cody Blue 31 is one of the, the best songs he's ever done. And in my opinion, a top five song this year. Um, yeah. That record's just incredible. So I would have loved to have seen that. I would have loved to have seen Joey Badass get some recognition. Head High is incredible. And, you know, the way he flipped it for the BET Awards, but just really about gun violence and the loss of rappers due to violence like that, you know, again, is just very pertinent for this year and, and, and several other years. Those two stick out for me. Any other ones that stick out for you that got left off? Those are really, really great examples, especially when you think of what's on the Grammys radar. Um, I was thinking of both of those two artists. Mm, yeah, I mean, there, there's other other songs like Joey Badass, Make Me Feel, but that could technically go in the category we're about to discuss. Um, and, and obviously the Kendrick ones that you mentioned. Um, you know, Logic, who's gotten some Grammy love in the past. Um, certainly, you know, I know we often tease each other about Logic on this podcast and our differing opinions. But I think that he made songs that, you know, could be on your even Lupe. I mean, the wait, wait, on- wait, wait. I can't let you just like gloss over that. <laughs> for real, Listen, like, man, I'm not saying for me, dog. I mean, if we had like if we could go back and pull the highlights of like your logic hate for you to be advocating for logic at the Grammys. Wow, that's wild to me. Listen, man, the Grammys stopped everything that they were doing for logic when he had the suicide song. He made a really, you know, hip hop centric album, you know, it was like inspired by Mad Lib Beats. Sometimes they think of the artists that get the airtime in years past. I'm just saying not anywhere near as um like to me, JID is a snub. To me, Joey Badass is a snub. In some ways, I think Lupe Fiasco on Phonam, the, the 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 song that you wrote the recent post about, is a snub. Logic, I'm not calling a snub, but I when I think of artists like Freddie Gibbs' album is not a Grammy aimed album this time, in my opinion, of what they're looking for. Logic kind of surprised me, especially since it came out through Def Jam. Um Anyway, that's yeah. and even even another artist um, that's that's worked, but Russ, you know, um, put out projects within this window late last year that, you know, could very easily pop up on the radar. But no, we didn't see that with rap. Wait, was that Chomp? Did Chomp two come out during this? I believe so. Yeah, it came out uh, uh, December. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's a major, major snub. That's a major snub because Chomp two was just stacked and russ is such a great story independent artist you know um yeah december 2021 yeah that was funny because you know it was a short project but it was it absolutely was and and you and i spoke about that of the way that russ can pivot similar to logic um and and make these albums that go one way and then make another passion project that goes another so yeah um anyway that it was that was the same timetable as buster too with extinction level event two that was also a december release I think it might be a dis- well, to any artist who cares about Grammy recognition. I think it might be a disservice to themselves to release that late in the year, um, yeah. just because you know out of sight, out of mind. But two great projects that were overlooked. Um, you know, Russ has never was the year before, but still, yeah. And he, I mean, I'm looking at Wikipedia, which is by no means the authority, but Russ has never won a Grammy or been nominated, so that is interesting unto itself especially when folks out here, you know, have brought up the fact that, you know, his, his father's in the music industry and folks have called him a plant, you know, you would think that that would lead to, you know, an easier road, but instead it's a tougher one. Yeah. Well, plant or not, that dude can rap. 
he can really really rap so tom two is a dope project and, and yeah you and i both spoke about that so yeah all right so main event okay to me regardless of commercial status whatever this is kendrick versus hove right like you know take ross take wayne out of it and this is just purely jay-z versus kendrick lamar we've seen this matchup before first time we saw it was actually on wax back in 2013 when uh kendrick released the remix to uh don't kill my vibe which mm-hmm. uh ironically uh uh was leaked by young guru like do we think that that was an accident back then wow. he was playing it at south by southwest in a dj set right when everyone in the world has phones, people know people have phones, and that's how it got out uh, kind of prematurely. What do you what do you think about that? Man, you got a good memory. I had forgotten that, but yeah, I mean, I do think I think that this is an interesting one, and I think that you know Kendrick and Jay they caught a photo together since the pandemic. Um, you know, I think it's a it's an interesting rivalry because they're two artists that are in so many ways infallible. You know, just in in the way they maneuver the public. Um, their pedigree of excellence when it comes to album making, especially, I think, Jay um, since Blueprint, you know, arguably before, obviously, with reasonable doubt, but um, he's even been critical of his second album himself. But yeah, I think that that is one of the huge takeaways. And and we've only talked about one category so far. This matchup is bigger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to other matchups they've had, like, because uh, it, it goes it goes deep. Um, so, uh, well, actually, you know what? They're not going to be matched up on that. So let's talk about that now, too. So the second matchup they had was in 2017, when arguably both put out the best work of their careers. Um, you know, for Jay, his career is so expansive that you can break that down into chapters. Uh, but for this current chapter, uh, 444 for me was the best record he's put out in the last 10, maybe 15 years, maybe since the blueprint. And the subject matter is, uh, you know, it was the blueprint for like grown man rap. He's giving jewels about wealth building, about, um, you know, how to carry yourself. Like just, he's, he's just on a whole different level. And it happened to go against the only non-classical, non-jazz rap album to ever win a Pulitzer Prize uh, in Kendrick's Dam which incidentally did not win album of the year that year, but uh, head to head Kendrick took Hove and, and won that one. There was some controversy around that. Cause I think that people thought that uh, I think Jay was up for album of the year that year too. Um, and people believe they canceled each other out. I, I, I kind of think that happened, but in terms of rap, the Grammys preferred Kendrick. Kendrick has been a darling of the Grammys pretty much since 2013, even though he lost that battle against Macklemore, but, uh, or 2014. But um, I think, uh, 2013, I think that, um, I think Kendrick will take this one because of his status in the Grammy, but but it's, it's tough. What do you think? I think Kendrick wins the category. I think um, 100%. And the tricky thing is, is Jay-Z had hands down one of the verses of the year on God Did. But that song is bigger than Jay-Z. And, and while I think that mainstream culture, including the Grammys, love DJ Khaled, it's just a complicated record. And as I even say that, I think you're right that Jay won't show up. This is Khaled's moment. Khaled is part of Rock Nation management. You let your artists have their moment. And while Khaled's won a Grammy before, this would be a, a major win for him yeah. um, throughout this year. And I think, I think that, you know, truly... Again, going back to what you broke down in terms of performance, shout out to Jay on paper. It's, it's amazing, obviously, the way he delivered it. But the record is more than that. You know, you can have some amazing scenes in a movie, but those scenes aren't the whole movie. And if we're really basing a song as a movie, Kendrick, the Heart five. I mean, there is not a weak moment on that song. I think, you know, it is utterly incredible and when i think of it i do think of the video which we'll talk about later um you know gets its own moment but uh, yeah i think hands down that deserves to win the category um and i hope that it does so what's the over under on if Khaled wins the first two words out of his mouth are god did <laughs> i'm not <laughs> taking that bet man <laughs> that's a smart that's a smart bet man no i'm not taking that yeah okay all right cool um <laughs> All right, so next category is best melodic rap performance. Um, this one is interesting. This is 
this is always one of my least favorite because like um uh, it's you know i guess i'm a boom bap dude I, you know the melodic rap i almost think it like dessert i'm glad they, they they chose his name um it's so controversial though and anytime you use auto-tune um i think people think it's not really rap it's more like singing but melodic rap you know so be it so the nominees are dj khaled featuring future and scissor the song is beautiful Future featuring, uh, featuring Drake and Thames, Wait For You, Jack Harlow, First Class, Kendrick Lamar featuring Blast, and Amanda Reifer, Die Hard, and Lotto, Big Energy, Big D Energy, um, live version. So, um, yeah, first reactions to this. Same as you. This is a category that I just really don't give a damn about. I think that melodic will always favor... Um, you know, artists of a certain profile. And even though the Grammys have expanded over the years and given looks to, you know, De La Soul or Royce the Five Nine or, you know, Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist, this category, I just expect it to be those those certain type of records from artists they already are in, in cahoots with. Because if I go to the Ambrosia playlist, you know, there's melodic joints. Um, even the one I just mentioned from Joey, Make Me Feel, that I think could belong in this category. That being said, to answer your question, immediate takeaways are this is Jack Harlow and Gunna, um, you know, going for their first Grammy, Lotto as well. Um, I'll give you my, the, the record to me that deserves it, and it's the record of these that I've heard the most, you know, even Die Hard, as much as I admire Kendrick, that's not a record that stuck to my ribs. I go Jack Harlow, and I know that might make you laugh or surprise you, but First Class is a good record. Wow. Uh, Logic and Jack Harlow today. <laughs> I had my whiteies. I mean, whiteies. <laughs> it's weird, man. I feel like I'm in the multiverse or something. You know well, what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yo, um, uh, so it, the interesting thing for me is um, I agree with what you said, but also for me, first class is not a melodic rap song to me. It's not a, a melodic rap performance. Like to me, melodic rap is when uh, most of the verse is singing and yeah. typically with auto-tune, right? Because most rappers can't really sing. Um, first Class is not really Jack Harlow singing. He's he's rapping on that, you know. And the it's in the beat. From, uh, from the, the Fergie sample, right? Yeah. Kendrick is kind of a hybrid. You know, the first verse, he's a little sing-songy, but second verse, he's just rapping. So Die Hard, th th those are both just kind of weird inclusions for me. Um, in terms of the winner... I agree with you. Jack Harlow had a big record. Um, I do think, though, that because of what we said before and Kendrick being kind of the Grammy darling, the Die Hard takes this. Boy, if for some reason Kendrick didn't win in other categories, that would be that would be wild because that Die Hard's never been presented as a single, right? Obviously, it does not have a video. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, he only has one single, right? one true single, right? Well, I mean, in if you go off the videos and well, then the Heart, and then the heart Five in '95, yeah. But we cry together now. Yeah, but that was a short film. That was you're not you're not hearing that on the radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You make a really good point on first class because in my mind I'm like, oh yeah, it's melodic. But again, you know, you made it's in the beat. It's a sample, and it comes from Fergie, which makes it even funnier. The point you're making about me and my taste of, of today, <laughs> but it's melodic performance. It's not song. And if you're gonna go to a Jack Harlow concert, he's not singing that part. No. He's not humming that part. So you make a really good point of of just some of the um the flaws that are in this modernized structure. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Um all right, cool. You want to do best rap song? Yeah, I mean, now comes the two categories that I mean, for years heads if they care gravitate towards. Best rap song. So Khaled, Rick Ross, Wheezy, Jay-Z, John Legend and Friday Again God Did. Future featuring Drake's and Thames, Wait for You Second Nom. Uh, Gunna, Future, and, and, and Thugga, Pushing P, Jack Harlow featuring Drake, Churchill Downs, and again, Kenny, uh, Kung Fu Kenny with the hard part five. Um, so instant takeaways when you saw that. So obviously a lot of overlap with best rap song. And, uh, but for me, the interesting thing is what about Churchill Downs made it a, the best rap song whereas like first class didn't get nominated for that 
um, right. you know, and Gorilla. It's like, so to me, I guess the automatic thing is the Drake verse. That that to me was one of the standout verses of the year too. Drake's verse on Churchill Downs. Um, you know, so maybe they're giving a nod to Drake's pen, but still, and I guess uh, as a record, uh, it wasn't as big of a record. So I guess that makes sense. You know, um, when we talk about songs, you know, again, to me, this is about the the lyricism and i use that word literally now not in terms of bars but just in terms of like just the actual lyrics themselves and the artistry there yeah. um you know when i think about wait for you I, that it, it doesn't strike me in that way every other song does you know in in certain ways uh so that that's my takeaway about the nominations how about you yeah, I mean, this one disappointed me, but this category has disappointed me in the past. I feel like this category is still very much on catch up to rap, rap album about expanding its field. Um, it's another place where I think J.I.D. got a giant snub. Um, there's several songs on his album that could be here. Same thing with Joey Badass. Um, same thing with an album that I haven't mentioned yet. Uh, Black Dot and Danger Mouse's Cheat Codes. Um, and, and let's not forget, you know, Danger Mouse is a former producer of the year winner. Black Thought and the Roots have won a handful of Grammys. Um, and that album, uh, well, songs from that album absolutely should be here. And looking at this, when I think of Song of the Year, um, it's another case where I'm pulling for Kendrick. I think in looking at what the zeitgeist is of, of um, loss and violence and, and recovering from, you know, watching members of our community, i.e. Nipsey, three years ago, um, the heart part five will hang around for a mighty long time. I think Jay-Z had a highlight moment on God did the song itself. Um, you know, when people back in the day used to cut out verses, you know, or not play like the last verse of a song. This is a case where I think Jay-Z had a standout moment. The song itself, I don't think is, is, um, better than Kendrick. I'll be happy if it wins. I'll be happy if it wins one of these categories, but that's what I'm thinking. And as far as Jack Harlow, Gunna and Future and Future Drake's and Tem Future Drake and Thames, those are not deserving contenders to me. So that's where yeah, I feel on it. I agree with that, man. I, in terms of snubs, I would throw a head high in here again. You know, mm -hmm. I would throw from JID, Crack Sandwich, incredible story, you know, a telling vehicle where he talks about him and his family and uh, them getting into a fight together, uh, how they fight amongst each other, but when it, you know when it's when it's going down, they like lock arms and fight um, fight the world. Cody Blue, brother them, like there's there's a, quite a few songs for JID on this for me. Um, I think Supreme Alchemy Alchemy from Black Star is a contender, or a couple other joints from that one. In terms of who wins, Kendrick, I think I think Kendrick takes it again. Um, I, I will say. Jay-Z's verse is transcendent and substantive because it's beyond him just bragging about his accomplishments and his rags to riches story. He's talking about prison reform, something he's devoted the last several years to. And so I think there's a lot of substance there too. Uh, so I don't know that I would say the heart part five has more substance than God did, but you know, the, I think the Kendrick factor takes it. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, there's, there's artists like, like Corday that put out music this year and, 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 you know, I know you and I had a little difference of opinion on that album, where it belongs, but there were moments on there. Corday seeing his name in nominations wouldn't surprise. Denzel Curry, as we talk about Gunna and Future arriving, Denzel Curry has arrived. And I think that the Grammys are, are missing out by acknowledging um, folks like that, that represent kind of both worlds of, of being able to make, uh, not trap, but just contemporary Southern music, as well as just rap his ass off, similar to J.I.D. So yeah, this category... Um, it's really down to, to two, but I yeah. think the, I'll go ahead. There's one other thing I'll say about Jay. Um, I think the X factor for him is that, you know, people, I think Grammys is politics too. Right. And so I think people are going to remember that they gave this to Kendrick over Jay back in 2017 and the controversy that, that caused. Uh, we also know, and we saw this with Nas's King's disease, uh, rap, best rap album, that a lot of times artists are kind of rewarded uh, for kind of career victory laps instead of the actual body of work being um, being evaluated. And so this could also swing in Jay's favor if that's the case. Kendrick has won countless awards now. I think he's probably 
like 20 deep or something crazy like that, you know, and, and, and definitely bound for more, you know, I yeah. don't think anyone doubts that. So I could, I could, I could see that being the thing that tipped the scale in Jay's favor too, pun intended. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have one more question for you on this. I mean, Rick Ross has never won a Grammy per his Wikipedia page. I'm sure he's been part of albums that have won, but they haven't been his. And, you know, he's had songs nominated in the past. If this wins, this song wins, and it's kind of Jay-Z's moment on Khaled's single, and you're Rick Ross, do you feel like you've won a Grammy? Does Big Sean feel like he won one for control? Uh, you know, I don't. I don't think so, man. This no one ever talks about Ross or Wayne on this. They don't even talk about Khaled. The only thing that people talk about is Jay. And to your point about people cutting verses, whenever I've heard this song on the radio, it's only Jay's verse and it's played in its entirety. Wow. Uh, so, but you know what, Ross being Ross, he's gonna claim that Grammy and take it and be, be <laughs> proud of it. So yeah, I think I think he probably shows up just to get it. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, cool. Well, I'll turn it over to you for for best rap album, which is the category that every year I'll say, even more than album of the year, this is the one that I check for because I think that even though the Grammys have a long way to go, it's become the most inclusionary. Yeah. Um, so best rap album. You know what? Why don't we why don't we hold that one for last since that's the right. most relevant, you know. Okay. Um right. let, let's pull a Grammy move in like and hold it, <laughs> say the best for last, you know, like Playing me off with the music, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'll go I'll go song of the year next. Yeah. Uh song of the year, you know, again, uh this being about the, the written composition instead of the actual record. Adele, Easy On Me, Beyonce, Break My Soul. I just listened to that album again today. Liked it better than I did back in the day. Uh, Bonnie Raitt, although Break My Soul was for me instantaneous, but um, Bonnie Raitt, just like that. DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday, God Did. Gail, A-B-C-D-E-F-U. I've never even heard of Gail, have you? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say a crude Gail joke. King, is it? I was going to say a crude joke based on the title, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> Harry Styles, As It Was, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5, Lizzo, About Damn Time, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit, Taylor Swift, All Too Well, uh, the 10-minute version of short film, which is interesting. So, you know, the ones that are relevant. So, okay, here's what we alluded to earlier. And part of the reason why I don't think Jay will show up. I don't think he or Beyonce are going to show up. But now that I think about it, the Beyonce album got so much hype and publicity this year that I guess it's possible she might show up to get her flowers. But I don't think that she expects to get record album of the year and... It was partly her snub with Lemonade losing to Taylor Swift, um, and then Jay snub with 444 listening to losing the Damn that they decided not to come. So to come to compete with one another in the same category and possibly neither one of them get it, I don't think they show up for this. Um, you know, do I think that B? Has, I think B out of like Kendrick, um, J and B, and even Steve Lacey will throw him in there. Uh, I think Beyonce has the greatest chance of winning, um, but I don't know. I don't know that any of them are going to win it. I think it might go to Harry Styles. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it could go to Harry Styles for sure. I anticipate, honestly, in this category, I believe um, that it goes to Beyonce. And I do believe, based on what you said, that. Um, I don't think there's any way Beyonce shows up alone. They they are, you know, the world's aspirational couple and they move together and they either show up with confidence that this is a win or that one of these big categories is a win for Beyonce. I don't think they're showing up if, if she wasn't nominated. Um, but yeah, I think that this is her. You You make a really good counter with Harry Styles. I think that Taylor Swift will take a big category, but I don't think this is one. I think Break My Soul 
um, was truly an anthem and, and one again, like I said with Kendrick, that kind of fits into the zeitgeist of, you know, what are the messages coming from these times? And I think that that fits. Um, yeah. So that's what I expect. And, and, you know, I, I don't think the Grammys have made a Steve Lacey moment yet, but, but shout out to him. I mean, just coming from the odd future camp and the internet um, already to become truly a massive star like this. I mean, we've watched Tyler do the same thing in a slightly different realm, but if Steve Lacey has a moment um, where he becomes a household name, others can argue that he already is one, but I think he's still kind of a critical, critical darling um, that gets a lot of playlist love. This could be, this could be very, very telling, but to me, it's, it's Beyonce and the closest contender is uh, Harry Styles. Yeah, Adele is always an X factor, right? Uh, as is Taylor Swift, both Grammy darlings. But I would love to see Beyonce win this. Uh, I guess if I was rooting for one, it would probably be the hard part five. But I think that Beyonce really deserves it. Let me ask you a question. You may or may not know the answer, but is this the first time that a husband and wife have competed against each other at the Grammys in a category? Damn, that's a really, really good question. And I don't, don't know that off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of of good, uh, you know, of knee-jerk examples, but I can't come with it. We'll have to look into that. We'll put yeah. it in. Yeah, I mean, I think about Gwen Stefani and... Um, oh, my man from Bush? Blake. Blake uh, oh, no, yeah. Blake, uh, yeah. Uh, Shelton. Yeah, Blake Shelton, right. Uh, but, you know, I don't. I can't see them. I can't think of, you know... I'm just thinking of, like, husband and wife pairs, even, who are both in music, but... Yeah, because uh, Gavin, back when they were... I thought of... I'm dating myself, but I'm thinking of her first go round. But yeah, I that's a really, really tricky one. Certainly not Courtney Love and Kurt and Cobain. Kurt, yeah. Not Yoko and John. Yeah. Um, you so, know what's interesting too is is like, you know, shout out to Bonnie Ray. Like she is the one of these in the category just from an age and generation perspective. It's not like the others. Yeah. You know. Um, and I do think, you know, Adele has commanded the Grammys before. I don't get the sense that this is gonna be her year, but I could be wrong. Yeah. But again, Kendrick and Hove, man, uh, what is that? Four categories they're competing in. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. And if 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 they show up, there will definitely be a moment. You know, that's really when Rock Nation throws that historic brunch. These guys are even if there's real um, competitive rivalry. I think that if they do anything, they'll do it together to let heads know that it's all in good fun. Yeah, and it it really brings into focus that clip that um Dave Free circulated from the Dumbo House performance where Kendrick yeah. was performing um you know with a keyboard and Beyonce and Jay-Z were looking on like it's definitely all all family there so yeah um so I alluded to it earlier but it, it's just worth noting in here and we won't spend a lot of time on it but the best music video category which you know throughout the years uh, Kanye's taken a win there we've seen some other artists from hip-hop grab this and as you pointed out, you know, Kendrick's rollout was not a song first. It was the video. And that video was incredible. It was as artful as the music, arguably, I would say so. Um, so that is, you know, the hard part five is competing. And it's up against Adele's Easy On Me, BTS is Yet To Come, Doja Cat's Woman, um, Harry Styles' As It Was, and Taylor Swift's All Too Well. You know, Taylor Swift is still having a moment. That album dropped the most recently. But do you think that Kendrick, who is also a video director with Dave and the, you know, and the little homies. Um, do you think that that could take this category? I do. It, it was just such a huge cultural moment. People were talking about that video for days, you know, on the news, like in across all genres, um, the artistry, like the deep fakes and the timeliness of when he had people appear, even down to like Will Smith, you know, uh, or hurt people, hurt people. And yeah. Nipsey, like, um, you know, talking from the perspective of Nipsey Hussle to his family. Uh, just the tech, the technical aspect of it was incredible. Um, but the concept and the execution of it, I think it definitely deserves a best video nod and a win would be deserved too. Had you, you know, Buster Rhymes just did a video with Mary J. Blige, who's, who's killing it in these awards, uh, nominations rather, but where they used a similar technology to project Rusta's face onto a character. Have you seen that technology used as prominently in a music video before Kendrick? Um, there was some video. I mean, some, Kanye had the Taylor joint, right? 
there was some, I remember there was some controversy when the video dropped about some guy saying that Kendrick had taken his concept. Right, right. Uh, where I, I think that they had the deep fake, but I don't think the deep fake was, was that good. Like, yeah. uh, I think the technology's evolved, but no, I can't, I can't think of any that I'd seen before that. Not on that level, me either. Yeah. 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 All right. So record of the year. Um, and just for the people, I think we talked about this last year, but you've gone to the Grammys. How do you differentiate in your mind record of the year and song of the year? So record of the year is the actual recording. You know, it's the that actual version, that performance. Yeah. Song of the year is, again, the composition, the lyrics. So I guess the best way to explain it is that there's only one version of Break My Soul that is the Beyonce one on the album, but several people could cover the song and do their own versions of the song that, but gotcha. those, are, th- those versions would then be their own recordings, their own records. Mm. So the record is the performance. Um, the song is just the lyrics. Yeah. But so record of the year is um, nominees are ABBA. Don't shut me down, which is wild to me that ABBA is still making music. Adele, easy on me. Beyonce's break my soul. Uh, Brandy Carly featuring uh, Lucius, You and Me on the Rock, Doja Cat Woman, Harry Styles as it was, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part Five, Lizzo, About Damn, T- About Damn Time, Mary J. Blige, Good Night, Good Morning, Gorgeous, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit. Steve Lacey, first of all, has got like a, a bunch of nominations, and Harry Styles has been, you know, the blockbuster this year had his own Apple music commercial. Like he could be the guy who takes home a bunch of awards this year, obviously from our standpoint, um, the heart, if the heart part five won record of the year it would blow my mind, just straight up. Mm-hmm. I, I, my yeah. mind would be blown. I do think that Beyonce has um, a good chance of break my soul. Uh, if, if, uh, if it was, if I was betting on it, I'd put it break my soul and probably Harry Styles is the top two. But what about you? Same. I mean, I really see those as the contenders. I think it was it was one of these years. Didn't Donald Glover win um, both Song of the Year and Record of the Year that way? And, and with this, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I really see it again as a Beyonce and Harry Styles competition. And in this category, you're not seeing Taylor Swift. Um, you know, I don't as much as I you know respect you know Kendrick and that song. Yeah, I mean, it could be could be Brandy Carlisle coming out of left field, but I think. Uh, think you and i are drinking the same water yeah either Redbone or this is america but i think Redbone. But... yeah yeah no i think it was Redbone. yeah um and song of the year uh very similarly you're gonna see a lot of overlap adele easy on me beyonce break my soul bonnie Raitt, just like that khaled uh rick ross wheezy jay-z john legend and friday god did gail a b c d e f u uh harry styles as it was kendrick the hard part five lizzo about damn time steve lacy again with bad habit and here you see miss swift with all too well um and i'll just say for me it's it's even given the context of what you said i still see it as beyonce and harry yeah i think the interesting thing for me about this category is and this really kind of underscores your point about the Khaled record is that it got nominated for song of the year for Jay's pen, his verse, uh, but not record of the year because people didn't think the the performances or the, the production were, um, were worthy of record of the year, which is interesting given how many other nominations it's gotten, you know, including yeah. like the best rap um, rap record. Uh, so yeah, man, I think, um, I think you're right. Uh, I agree. Those are the two categories for me. All right. So you want to go album of the year or um, best rap album of the year last? Let's do album of the year and then and then move into rap album. And then we'll talk about some notables. Okay. Um, so for AOTY, uh, shout out to Black Milk, Milk, who called his album that a few years ago. It's ABBA who, I mean, I know you said you're shocked to see it. They have, I was just in Europe recently. They are running things over there after all these mm-hmm. years. Their album's called Voyage, Adele's 30, uh, Bad Bunny's On Verano Sinti, Beyonce's Renaissance, Mary J. Blige, Good Morning Gorgeous. They make a point to remind you it's the deluxe. Brandy Carlisle's In These Silent Days, Coldplay, Music of the Spears, K-Dot, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Lizzo, Special, and Harry Styles, Harry's House. So this is the category that typically ends the night. Um, 
what what are your thoughts? What are your predictions? Sheesh. Uh, I'll say this. I'll say that uh, the two most hyped albums by far were Renaissance and um, Harry's House. I'd say by far. Uh, I think the one that had the, the greater staying power, if you really step back and look at it, was Harry's House. Um, I'm sure the commercial didn't hurt with that. Uh, I do think that Grammy's politics plays a role in that Renaissance could be their make good for Lemonade. Um, and given the hype, then it, they would look like they were justified for it. So yeah. I guess between the two, I would give the nod to Beyonce. Although I do like so hard because I don't know, the Grammys just don't seem to want to give it up for Beyonce like that. So I don't know that she wins album of the year. It typically goes to a pop act. And here's the thing. Beyonce is the biggest pop act in the world. So you do the math. Um, It does not often go to black artists. Let's just put it that way. Um, And especially those who um, have come, who kind of crossed over 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 time, you know, um, Outkast and Lauryn Hill being the two notable exceptions. I will say that I believe firmly that Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is the greatest body of work uh, as an artistic statement. I think it is... Um, among Kendrick's best and certainly his most personal. So that would be my pick for album of the year. But but what about you? Yeah, I mean, I would love to see Kendrick get this moment. Um, it would be his, uh, yeah, it would be his third, Damn One and To Pimp Butterfly One, right? No, nah, album of the year, neither one. Oh, correct that, me, correct that, me. That, yeah. That's the thing. Like, they would, it would actually be a huge make good for Kendrick because yeah. they had to feel dumb having him lose album of the year and then get yeah. the Pulitzer like a month later, you know, and to pimp a butterfly being, I think the second most nominated album ever to Michael right. Jackson's thriller and not winning album of the year. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So, my pardon me on that too. And he was also, let's not forget it. Cause I, I had started the article on AFH on this and I, uh, there's a lot of data that I'm going through. He also was nominated for the black Panther soundtrack. So three previous nominations, um, I'm going to say something different than you. I'd, I'd love to see Kendrick win it. I haven't listened to all these albums. I haven't checked out Coldplay or Brandy Carlisle. I actually want to check out both of those albums. I think, um, you know, you said that this category has not always been kind to of black artists. I think this category will go to Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Interesting. I was going to say Adele. Like, uh, so th- this one is wide open is basically what we're saying, right? It's, it is, but it's Bad Bunny, open. I mean, even in announcing the categories today, bad, uh, the Grammys are going so hard on just all that they're trying to accomplish in, you know, the Spanish speaking community. I think that this will be a changing of the guard. This will be a new superstar. I mean, Bad Bunny is already a superstar. Look no further than Made in America this year. But I think that this will be a referendum on that on that star power. Um, just a prediction. I'm not putting money on it or anything like that. But that's let what me I ask foresee. you this. So, given what we just talked about about how the Grammys have been good to Kendrick in genre categories, but not in the overall ones, do you think he shows up? Yeah, I think so. I mean, this is a this is a meaningful album. I think that you know. Um, Kendrick has really, I mean, dialed in the tour for this. He's been using social media differently. Um, I think he shows up and he's been generous with the Grammys just in the performances. Um, And this is an album of the year nod. So I do think, you know, him and Dave will be there. I don't. Mm. I don't think he thinks he's going to win it. I think he's done that. He didn't show up for the BT Awards, which would have been a perfect time for him to promote that album. Yeah. Uh, He didn't show up for the MTV Awards. He's been super, he's only done one interview, you know, for this, aside from the one with the little girl, you know, one like um, with a true like publication. I think this was his own like personal release, his own kind of like public journal. And I think he's just going to let it speak for itself, doesn't care about awards. You know, it is what it is. You might be right. Kendrick, I firmly believe, and I will, I will make a bet on this, will not go home empty handed. Yeah, no, I agree with that for sure. Which is a perfect segue. Um, I will turn it over to you for for rap album of the year. So best rap album. We've mentioned all the names before, with the exception of one, I believe. Uh, so it is DJ Khaled, God Did, Future, I Never Liked You. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I won't respond to that. <laughs> uh, Zach Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You. 
Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, and then Pusha T, It's Almost Dry. So the name we haven't mentioned yet today is, is Pusha T, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and Pusha's been nominated in the past through the Clips and Justin Timberlake song, um, through some of his work with, with good music. And then Daytona was nominated in 2019 and then ultimately lost to Cardi B in her best album win. So Pusha's, you know, pushing, pun intended, for a first album win. And that's significant. Um, you know, his album was a division of production. There were other people involved, but it was primarily uh, Kanye West versus Pharrell Williams. And it was modeled after the versus battle. You and I did a great breakdown of that album and its production and who may have won that battle if it was a versus. I want to begin in asking you a question. I mean, when Pusher put out that album, you know, Kanye was not in the state of mind or public opinion that he is now. Is Kanye West rolling that album as a producer, as releasing it through good music, Def Jam? Is he a liability to that album getting taken seriously at this juncture? That's a hard one, man. Um, I'm split. You know, on the one hand, I think people associate this with Pusha more than they do Kanye. And, um, you know, and Pusha has said since before it dropped, it's going to be the album of the year. And, you know, it's cool to see him get that that nomination. But the Kanye, Kanye is so radioactive right now that I think that anything that has anything to do with him is going to be punished. So yeah, I do think, I do think that, and but listen, I'm going to say also, I don't think that, that Pusher was going to win this. I think this is going to go to Kendrick. So I don't think that, but I think that any shot that he had is, is gone now because of Kanye. What about you? Agree with everything you just said. I think this category goes to Kendrick hands down. If there's there there's probably a five percent chance that it goes to Jack Harlow, and if that happens, um, there were a lot of people upset. You know, when Pusha lost to Cardi B, and and that was the year that um, Nipsey Hussle was also, you know, nominated. That that would be outrage. And the Grammys have just when you think they won't screw up, they screw up even bigger. So there is a slim chance that happens, but I think Kendrick absolutely takes it here. Um, you know, as far as Khaled, as much as I liked, you know, Jay's God did verse, and I loved. Jada Kiss's moment on that album. Um, I don't, I don't think it deserved to be here, quite frankly. And in many ways, I think that this is a catch-up moment for Future. Um, Future has dominated a, a, a subspace of rap, you know, for over ten years, over a decade, really since, in my mind, 2010, 2011. Um, again, he's somebody that isn't very Grammys likable, just the way he's done press, just his, you know, elements of his personal life. But future's undeniable. And this is a year that you're going to see him in the category and know that it's not going to go to him. And yeah. that's just my take. So we talked about snubs and other categories. It's, to me, it's the same names for this one. Yeah. You know, I think J.I.D.'s album, again, for me, is top two. Um, Joey Badass's 2000 album is incredible. Black Star's album. So let's talk about this for a second. Do you think that their decision to put this out strictly on Luminary, the podcast platform, and not release it to Spotify and Apple Music and other digital service providers. You think that that is something that hindered them in these nominations, or do you think they just were never going to get the nod because they're not um, high pro? Well, sorry, not live. They were just on SNL. Yeah. So, and part but of me was wondering that, like, if that was strategic, and we've watched a tribe called Quest. Like, there's a lot of parallels to that SNL performance, both with Chappelle. Um, tribe. I mean, when I think of the Grammy nominations day, I famously think of Q-Tip having a really frustrating moment when Tribe got snubbed after they had performed um, just the year before, you know, for, for in 2016, they performed, um, or excuse me, in 2017. And then the following year, they were not included. And Blackstar is very much like that. I mean, and, and we watched the Grammys change its position with Chance the Rapper winning a few years ago. Luminary is a different animal, and I don't know about you, but since the springtime when Black Star dropped, I've still talked to a lot of people, or I've seen a lot of comments online of folks that weren't aware that that happened. This weekend was really nice watching SNL them get a moment, but I don't think it was on the voting committee's radar. And I do think it's an album that deserves consideration. 100% think J.I.D. what you just said. I think Joey Badass, and again, I think Black Thought and Danger Mouse deserve consideration. Um, so there's a few snubs here. 
Black Star is different. And again, they didn't, you know, they didn't even put one song um, on the streaming platform. Stephen Shop as a single, but there are moments on there that absolutely um, could fit in with several of these categories. Yeah. So, w- what's your prediction for who wins it? Oh, hundred uh, percent, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. 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 All right, cool, man. Um, so anything else noteworthy for you uh, that, that wasn't covered in those main categories? A couple things. I'll start with my two favorite. Um, Toby Nwegwe, up for Best New Artist. Uh, you and I have been covering Toby, uh, I think, since 2019 for sure, but maybe 2018. I mean, he's been doing it. That category is famously tardy, you know, on yeah. its recognition um, and that's a sprawling category. I think there's like 10 names, but it's nice to see Toby um, who just, you know, you want to talk about great music videos, phenomenal performance. Nice to see him get his recognition. Uh, anything you want to add there? Nah, same, man. I, I love Toby. Uh, I think he's an incredible voice. Well, literally, and in terms of what he has to say, um, he's gotten a lot of love from BT hip hop awards over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see his profile rising. He's been Roots uh, Picnic. But yeah, you're right. He's been out for a minute. And to get Best New Artist, that's that's a little weird. But it's, it's typical Grammys. And it's interesting, though, because I believe Toby is completely independent. I don't even think it's like a Macklemore, a Little Dicky situation. As far as I know, there, there is no paperwork behind him. Um, just a movement out of his hometown of Houston. Um, another interesting thing, and, you know, Freestyle Fellowship, you know, which is a group that just does not get Grammy level recognition. They're up for best historical album, which is a category that, you know, I'm sure it's a re-release and and something like that, but I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't even know that that was a category, but their 1991 debut to whom it may concern is up. So uh shout out to AC alone, Mike and nine self Jupiter, um, you know, all those guys. Yeah, that's, that's wild, man. Um, I don't even know what the historical, uh, what what is that? Is that like a make good? Like what? what I don't even get what the the. Category I think it has to be a re-release. They announced it with the liner notes and with the packaging and all of that. But I just I was like, huh? Like they, you know? And I'm watching on the screen. They didn't even say Freestyle Fellowship by name. They said to whom it may concern, and and I love that because you know those guys. If you you talk to some heads, um, especially in the case of AC Alone and Micah, two of the most phenomenal technical MCs, and even though that album. Um, I think that came out through fourth and Broadway and Island. Um, it just wasn't one that, you know, dominated commercially. So interesting, just kind of point of note, but there's some others though. You want to talk about them? Yeah. So Dave Chappelle nominated for the closer, which is, that is wild to me, you know, so maybe that eviscerates the whole argument we just made about Kanye, because the only thing that was even approaching the radioactivity that Kanye has had over the last couple months is, uh, you know, the controversy around Dave Chappelle's Netflix special, The Closer. Um, a lot of people accused him of being transphobic in that. Um, you know, if you watch the, the 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 thing in its entirety, Dave makes lots of comments and talks about someone who's close to him who was trans. And, um, you know, you might walk away with a different interpretation. Um, but, you know, I'll leave that to people to make their own decision about it. But nevertheless, there was tons of controversy and certainly about other things that Dave has talked about in the past. So that one's surprising for me that it got a nomination. Um, and if it were to win, it would, I think, just resurface. It, it might even resurface the controversy now that it's been nominated. But that one's surprising for me. Um, two other ones for me are Terrace Martin got a nomination for Best Progressive R&B Album. I don't even remember that category before. The album is called Drones. We've had a... Um, We've had a um, song on the playlist for quite a while with Aaron Ray um, and Kendrick Lamar, um, which I love, love, love that song. But that's from the album Drones. Uh, a Glasper collaborator, or sorry, a, a Terrace Martin collaborator and Robert Glasper. He and Terrace Martin were both very key figures in the recording of To Pimp a Butterfly with Kendrick and um, Wurtz. Very uh, tirelessly on that album. Glasper is nominated for Best R&B Album. Super ironic to me. Uh, with Black Radio 3. Because Glasper is like... Um, a j- I could see progressive jazz. Because that's what Glasper does. Um, but for R&B, I-, I think that's probably... That almost is like Tyler, the creator, being nominated for um, Best Rap Artist. Um, 
for which which album was it that was, was uh it? igor igor that was more like a r&b record uh but you know this one is interesting because it's got a ton of rappers on it it's got uh big crit it's got d smoke it's got pasta news it's got a bunch of like rap artists on it so um but in any case cool to see him getting recognition of some sort um any others for you yeah i mean and glasper won it with the first black radio which was almost a decade ago and that's a phenomenal series um quest loves up for best audiobook he won last year for a summer soul soundtrack Producer of the year. I mean, this is a major category. I alluded to Danger Mouse winning it in the past. Um, two guys that have done a lot of work with hip hop's top artists are up for it this year. Boy Wanda, who I think a lot of people associate with Drake, although he's at this juncture done amazing things, you know, Eminem, uh, on and on and on. And DJ Dahi, who is somebody, and, and they announced him as just Dahi, but that was a production name that I started seeing when TDE broke through about a decade ago. And again, he's somebody that works with movers and shakers, um, certainly at the A-list throughout hip hop, but has moved on to other music. So shout out to both of those guys. And then just real quickly, spoken word album, uh, Jay Ivy, who was part of the good music camp, you know, is on Never Let Me Down, um, has that amazing spoken word piece on College Dropout. And then Amir Suleiman, who is very down with Brother Ali and has appeared on a lot of his albums. Both of them are up for spoken word albums. So anytime there's, you know, touchstones of, of folks that aren't all up in your face that get that moment, it's huge. And to your point, you know, with Chappelle, I don't think they've been broadcasting the comedic win. So, you know, over the years, we've, we've reported on it a lot. If Dave is to win, we might report on it this year coming. But um, yeah, there wouldn't be a uh, televised kind of moment, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, so we always end these with a song of the week. I want to like, I want to flip it a little bit. Um, okay. Sorry to put you on the spot, but if you want me to go first, I will. But um, for song of the week, let's do a song from one of these projects that's been nominated. It could be an album or a record. Hmm. I like that a lot. You know what? I will. I will go with Anti Diaries. Um. I think that that's just, and I know that the album's nominated the song, much to my chagrin is not, but I think that that is a phenomenal record. And at one point this week, I listened to it again and was just like, wow, this is a true piece of art and how I'll remember hip hop evolving in 2022. But um, what about you? Yeah, I'm gonna go left. Uh, you know, I was gonna pick a song, which you probably could guess from that project, but I'm gonna go with Break My Soul since I just listened to that today for the first time in a minute in the car and you know how that just hits man it hits differently and um it's just such a great record so uplifting um and um give beyonce her props so i'm gonna go with break my soul awesome man well i know we'll be probably doing this again in february after the awards but uh i look forward to this man this one uh this one was dope yeah for sure for sure all right man all right peace peace